Ready? Alright, um, next is, uh, Toulon, Andre Toulon. That's me, I'm Andre Toulon, the Puppet Master. Ah, that's a bold title. Why, yes, I am the master of many puppets. You can see them, I have them laid out before me right here. Okay, well, these are some puppets. Uh, yes, well, but listen. they're very, they're very delightful. You would, you, the children love every one of these puppets. I'm sure. Um, ugh. Mr. Toulon, these puppets are kind of odd. Do you really think this is the right fit for the Happy Time Puppet Repository Theater? Why, yes indeed. I can entertain any kind of children. I have every type of puppet that a child could ever want to see. Now here, let me show you this first one. His, his name is Blade. <laughs> because of the little, it's a little joke. He has a blade for a hand, and he has a hook for his other hand. Are those knives in his eyes? Uh, yes, they are knives in his eyes. It's the kind of thing that a child really gravitates towards. And what about this thuggish-looking bloke with the, the punch-punch hands? Oh, that, he's he's modeled after a, 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 I would say a tradesman. He was a he was a famous man in England. There was a there was a mild history of strangling problems with him, but <laughs> out, out, outside of that, he was he was well known for making birdhouses. Like birds. Uh, and what about this man with the drill? I take it he was a, a, a skilled carpenter, maybe, that, that built orphanages? Uh, you, could, you could say that. Uh, he, he definitely he definitely did build things. There were accidents at some of the building sites that, it, that resulted in some, some minor cerebral uh, drilling. I'm, I'm going to stop you there, Mr. Toulon. I, I just do not think you're the right fit for the happy time. Puppet uh, repository. That's because you haven't seen my last puppet. It's a woman who vomits slugs out of their mouth and Mr. Toulon! I'm sorry. Well, you are better than all the other people I interviewed today. The job is yours. Excellent! Trash! Hey Matt, how's it going? Hey, I'm doing just great! Excellent! I've shouted myself hoarse doing bad Andre Toulon impersonation, so I'm ready to go. Yeah, well, what did we do, 30 takes of that? <laughs> Two? <laughs> <laughs> Two, maybe? Let's just tell people we did 30. Oh, I, They'll think we put so much effort into <laughs> Yeah, we put a lot of we effort into this. We put a lot of effort into this for you guys. Um... Yeah, so I'm ex <laughs> I am excited to talk about Puppet Master. I watched it uh, today on my brand new Puppet Master box set that mm. you gave me for my birthday. Because uh, I am turning 40. Yay, uh, so happy birthday. Usually you'd give somebody 40 movies, but I guess seven's fine. <laughs> it's the thought that counts. It was the number of puppets. Maybe there's 33 trailers on that bonus disc. So I we'll, we'll would say up. probably. <laughs> it's, well, thank you for that. Yes, uh, this this is. I love this movie, regardless of the fact that it is just a shameless ripoff of another movie that he was working on. So, it, Dolls specifically. I need to rewatch Dolls. I don't remember it enough to compare what happened. Yeah, it's it's pretty shameless. I know this one doesn't have a giant teddy bear. It doesn't. It does not. But I still love this movie, and I still love a lot of the Puppet Master. I movies. love like an hour of this movie. I feel like it That's falls. Fair. I feel like it falls asleep after about like fifteen minutes, and then like <laughs> wakes up a little bit later. There's a lot of it that has that like 
um, I don't know. It kind of reminds me of like a soap opera in a lot of places. Like, oh, definitely. Like yeah. the film quality, like all sorts of other shit about it. It's it like, like starts out with this intriguing, like who is this guy making these things? And it's like, oh, let's have some people talk around a dinner table. Yeah. And, and worse than that, it's like they, they had a really, really exciting premise. Oh yeah. And then they, they botch it, especially they botch the idea of who the people are. Like they they go really deep into the whole psychic thing and like leave the whole idea that they're some sort of like creepy hellfire club of occultists like that. There's none of that. Yeah. That would be great. Like this would be much cooler. Essentially, it's like he hired these people to go do this thing. The better story for me, maybe I'm crazy, but I think the better story is that they were all a bunch of occultists that were invested in this idea of searching for this thing together. And they were part of this like creepy satanic cult that was all into this weird shit. And then this one guy is like, Oh, I died and come to my funeral. And then it's revealed that all this shit happened. Um, A big problem I have with it is the character's motivations. I don't I don't truly understand why they're called out there. I don't understand why the dolls are doing what they're doing. I don't, I don't understand why Neil's wife doesn't kick that fucking fortune teller out of her hotel. Yeah. <laughs> like minute 1. She's like, "Wow, are you sure you didn't know that he was like in it for the money cuz you're such a plain ugly bitch?" And it's like you know what? I own this fucking hotel and yeah. you're staying here on my dime. How about you sleep outside? Get the fuck out. Why would you put up with her? Yeah, there's a lot of things I don't understand in this. Um, but yeah, I do like it. And uh, it's it's been a uh, mainstay in my headspace for yeah. years. Oh, absolutely. Uh, at my dad's house, there's like collages of artwork I did and stuff when I was a kid. <laughs> and when I was 10, I was making like blade paper puppets. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean... That's the other part of this. Is I was drawing the Puppet Master people all the time when I was like 10, 11 years old. The puppets are amazing. <laughs> yeah. And it's, and there's so much charming shit that goes on with the puppets. Mm-hmm. The fact that they hired an entire like, like looping service just to do voices for the puppets <laughs> and the puppets don't ever talk. I think is charming because they could have been completely silent. The The smart move for a horror movie is to make them silent. They kind of scuffle. Oh, that's terrifying. But instead, every time they do something, they're like. <laughs> and it's like, oh, that's actually a cool. Th- that's kind of cool. I do kind of wish Pinhead yelled fuck, though. Like, that was the only thing everybody <laughs> ever said when he fell down the staircase when he got thrown. He's just like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> That would have been great. I will I will also I will second the idea that a lot of that is uh, yeah, there's there's a lot of of the way that they characterize the puppets specifically as it relates to their physicality and their strength mm-hmm. that is problematic. Where like it really like a lot of these things, like Chucky is a problem for me because really you get him by the feet and he's, you're just, you can just swing him over your head for an hour until eventually you get to some place where you can drop him into a fireplace. Yeah. You know, there, there is a, there's a gravity and inertia problem with little tiny things that attack you. Oh yeah. And it is so harshly revealed in this movie where like they could have shot it in a different way. They could have chosen to do things differently. And instead they're just like brutally showing this puppet weighs less than a pound. Yep. And it hits the wall and it's like, poof, it's like a pillow. Dunk, dunk. <laughs> it's like, oh, uh, okay. But so- he seems to get knocked out for a minute or two every time <laughs> that happens. 
And he's got a tiny head. Despite Maybe the fact that he's it. got the tiniest head, it's not like he's got like an exposed brain. That's <laughs> just like well, when oh. the head comes off, he's still fine. He still so, doesn't care, yeah. Uh, but he can't see. So that's we're revealing little little characterization bits all the time. He can't see without his head. Oh, okay, but he can see normally. He has one eye open, right? Yes. Oh, my God. This movie. Ah, let's talk about it. Let's do it. Um, So this movie starts off with a very typical full moon title sequence where they just take some shit that they've got and they just do really cool close ups of it and they just kind of swirl around it. I love the I love the Richard Band theme. Oh, my God. It's so good. (laughs) (laughs) I was humming it all day. Yeah, it gets stuck in your head so much. Yep, but uh, yes, it's it is amazing. But we open up on this little little puppet shop where where Toulon is painting a puppet. There's a weird Russian puppet that we're never gonna see again. That nope. is not part of the the band of merry puppets that he has. Which makes me wonder why. I don't. He's and he's by the window. I mean, they, this movie also wastes no time in telling you the puppets are alive. Right. This, this guy's obviously on either lookout or just mm-hmm. having fun looking out the window. Yeah, it's hard to tell what it is, um, but there is clearly uh, another puppet, which turns out to be Blade, running around. He's like, we get a POV, a cute, adorable, tiny POV. Also, another mild complaint about this movie is obviously the sizes of the puppets varying from from scene to scene. Mm-hmm. You know, they go from six inches to like three feet. They are they're alternating all the time. So this part is one of the questions I have right off the bat here. What is Blade doing outside? <laughs> was, was, was he going to the store for like some milk or, uh, you know, is this like puppet Can free you time? Imagine this poor little bastard trying to drag a gallon of milk back. <laughs> he dragged a chair pretty well. That's good, point. Uh, good point. So yeah, so Blade's out for his exercise, his daily jog or whatnot. And he's just <laughs> running all around the place and nobody is seeing him. <laughs> That's the other part. Yes. That's the other part. Like, I'm willing for a stretch if he's being, sure. you know what I mean. I'll accept it if, if he's it being was stealth. Nighttime. But he's like jumping over. He's, he's jumping. He's running on keyboards, <laughs> pianos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's he's not being stealthy at all. And the thing is, he sounds nervous like the whole time. Right. Like so, it's like, who is he running? Is he running from? I mean, was, my my assumption was he on some kind of lookout too, like yes. double lookout, like the yes. the Men in Black. He's coming to warn. I think that he probably uh, my my guess is that they he was sent out to look for these two. I assume they're SS guys. We know that there's a World War II element to this from later films, so I don't. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm assuming that's what it is. I don't know though because they're. But we but they we got to like, judge this, we gotta judge this film on 1990 on, right, standards. Exactly. Yeah. We don't have a crystal ball. True, and it is That's also in the next scene. Right, and it <laughs> is also. Uh, I mean, it looks like it looks like the the USC campus that he's on. Like it doesn't look like we're in 1937. You know, no, I, Versailles I, or something. That's where that's where we, when we first got started our sketch today when we were doing like German because it's like we're in Germany right then it's like yeah, who for, knows? for some reason it doesn't feel like Germany at all to me who knows it feels like they're in the states like yeah I, these I guys really, followed them I don't know I really don't know I mean there is a there's a little there's a Chiron like underneath the uh, underneath the, <laughs> that amazing transposed building on the cliff that they have oh, did it? oh I and don't it's like this. it says where they are but it's I don't I don't remember. Ah. I think it says somewheresville. So, yeah, wherever. On the coast. <laughs> yep. So um, we get we get a, an actual visual of this 
this one little scene to me brought up a lot of problems, but whatever. We get a, a an idea of how you bring a puppet to life using Toulon mutters words over the jester puppet after he finishes it and it comes to life. So, which later on is going to bring up a lot of problems for me as to how you bring a dead person back to life if you're that person. Yeah, I was wondering it's that like, too. It's like, okay, <laughs> if you have to say words and do a thing, you're dead. You just blew your brains I out. I recorded this on this tape recorder and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to try to press play. Oh, that would work. <laughs> That's it. You press play, then you shoot. Boom. Solved. Yeah, maybe. Deleted scene. <laughs> I mean, these puppets cannot talk. No. So nobody said anything. <laughs> There's actually I've got so many fucking questions. There I'll just, are so I'll, many I'll questions. Hit them, I'll hit them when I get yeah, to yeah, them. Yeah. But I mean, this movie is full of questions because I do like it and I like the story and I do actually want to know. It's mm-hmm. not it's not so much that I'm confused about the story. It like it works. It works fine for what it is. It's just I do kind of want to know why things are the way they are. Yeah. Um Okay, so uh Toulon hides the puppet trunk and some Egyptian papyrus that we assume to be the thing that makes puppets come to life. We find that out later that that's what it is um, in a secret compartment in the wall. Yeah, because uh, he's alerted. He, he I, I also kind of find it funny that he already knows they're coming. He's kind of psychic. It yeah, seems. like he, he's like, yeah, I know they're coming. Like, why did you have a puppet lookout then? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. And also, I mean. We've kind of covered this already, but why the fuck did he make them murderous? Yeah. (laughs) Why is there a knife in Blade's hand if not, like, if there are two SS officers and you have this puppet. And you have these murder puppets hide in the closet and let them do their thing. I'm just like, hey, (laughs) they're SS officers. Who gives a shit if you kill them? Yeah, unless he knows, like, his days are. Right. Because he's old or he's just not sick of being on the run. You know. I mean, I think, don't we find out later that he is one of the puppets? In one of the think, other movies, yeah, I think I don't know, but I'm not counting any. Okay, of Okay, yeah, for, we for we this. won't count any of that. No. It, that's all retconning anyway. Yeah, um, this ain't saw. <laughs> are you sure? <laughs> uh, so Blade scares the lady in the hallway, and it is the most fucking adorable scene in the movie. Yeah, like him, <laughs> like she screams and he screams, and, like he does a little, <laughs> and his his adorable <laughs> little face. I was yeah. like, oh my god, more of that, please. Like that's. That's fucking delightful. The murder puppet actually looked cute there. So many places. Tunneler especially looks adorable in this yeah. movie. Like there are so many moments that like this thing that drills people's brains out yeah. looks like fucking baby Yoda at like different <laughs> sections. It's like I, or that scene where, or that scene near the end where Pinhead turns his head and looks at the camera first and he's like, Hey oh guys, my God. all right, time to go murderize somebody. <laughs> he does a be mugs to he the mugs camera. He mugs to the camera. Straight up, he's like, you guys see what I have to put up with here? (laughs) Here we go. (laughs) Here I go again. (laughs) I'm a fist. (laughs) God, he is the most useless of all the murder puppets. Who, Pinhead? Yes. Oh, I like him. I love him to death, but he does not... It's... (laughs) Okay, the other thing that's funny about him is that he's clearly designed so that you can get away with just having human hands in gloves... To do all these things, and you could be like, aha, cha 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 cha, you know, we don't have to do stop motion because we've got like an actual person puppeteering, and they never do it. They do it like once. Yeah. And like all the rest of the times, it's like puppet hands. So well, I mean, weird. It's, a, it's a cool design regardless if you're going to do cool. totally no, stop right. motion or not. Like it's a neat, <laughs> I like every, that he's got human sized hands. Yeah. <laughs> every one of these puppets 
with the exception of maybe Leech Woman, yeah. she's kind of she's kind of iffy. She's the oddball, definitely. She's definitely not like because there's nothing to her design. Yeah, like she's just a clear like blank. She looks like a doll. The yeah. rest of them are designed. Yes, she just looks like a human female who is like whiter than and usual. Has a ton of living leeches she in her. Has a, <laughs> what? I I don't. Do you re- have to like open up her back and fill her up daily? <laughs> <laughs> yes. How's that work? She, I don't know. I don't know the answer. And how many of those fucking leeches does it take to kill a person? Uh, probably a lot. Man. I would imagine. I okay. Yeah, there's a lot of confusion in here. So uh, <laughs> we've got some questions. I mean, those kids from Stand by Me would be like totally <laughs> dead. Totally dead. Um. Oh, so. The, <laughs> oh, which. Was it Blade that hit his head here and you heard puppet noises? Or you heard uh, little Oh, it was in the beginning. Noises? Yes, you heard cartoon, cartoon oh birdie noises. God. What was up with that? That was amazing. <laughs> the, well, there's so much of that. There's so much of this, like, uh, like really cartoony shit. But it's toned down. It's not, it doesn't beat you over the head with it. It doesn't. But, like, when, uh, when Pinhead's head comes off, it pops, <laughs> like, ridiculously. <laughs> yes. Whatever. Um, so... It pops like it would probably sound like, though, when you pop something off. <laughs> it could, it could be. I pop, mean, pop a head off a He-Man toy. It right, but I mean, certainly not that, because he's clearly made out of a pillow. Like he's like <laughs> he's squishy. He's magic squishy. He is also. I mean, again, there is also the fact that these are magic puppets. <laughs> so there's, there can be when there's magic involved to this mm, level, you can magic usually goes pop. <laughs> magic makes that noise. Um, okay, so SS guys are coming down the hall. Toulon grabs his pistol, blows his brains out just before they break down the door. Um, he's going to take the secret of magical puppetry to his grave. Because what if the SS had magical puppets? Yeah. I that mean, it wouldn't be good. It would not be good. <laughs> we, we don't want that. Um, it also it's it also strikes me weird that they wouldn't find that chest. I mean, yes, it's hidden in the wall. Yes, it's kind of. But like, I bet those guys were on a mission, man. I bet they were tearing that place apart. Yeah. You would you would imagine so. Yeah. I mean, it, you're literally talking, like, if, who knows, maybe they don't know as much as they think they do, mm-hmm. you know, like, maybe, I don't know, maybe he, maybe they just don't know about that, and they were grabbing him for something else. Yep. It could have been something like that. Um, so, we we get this dude who looks just like H.R. Giger, which is so distracting as our main character, Alex. I hate this dude's hair. <laughs> it looks just like H.R. Giger's hair. He's it like a, drives me nuts. He's got kind of Beethoven hair. Yeah. And every uh, time I'm watching him, I'm just like, ah, <laughs> haircut. I like, I like how, not that haircut. <laughs> <laughs> I like how non-traditionally handsome he is. I think it's a, it's a weird look, but he's a goober. He's a goober. He looks like a goober. <laughs> Everything about him. He's got a goober skull structure and a goober, goober. haircut. <laughs> he's got a goober skull. Um, so I'm sorry. So actor. HR, HR Giger falls asleep at his desk and he's having a nightmare about, this guy who looks a lot like uh, the Joker, um, holding a gun to a guy's head, to a woman's head, saying, "You can't save her, Alex." And he, ah, while he's sleeping, he starts bleeding through his shirt. He looks down, he sees three big ass leeches on his chest. I hope we get to ah. see that dream again. Yeah, so don't you worry, <laughs> we'll see it a few times. It's pretty exciting. Uh, then he wakes up, ta-da! And we cut directly to the carnival with Barbara Crampton getting her fortune hey, told. Barbara, yeah. She's a she's a delight in yes. this. 
and this was pretty. F- I like. I like this, this whole jet gag too. It the, was the, good. The, fortune, it, the shitty. But but the, but it doesn't make sense. <laughs> it, does, like, it is weird. We're, we're, these are supposed to be real psychics, right? But right. She clearly was botching this psychic job. Right. She's not trying. Oh, is that what it was? I think that's the deal. I think the deal is that she's just like, you know, like like anybody doing a bad job at their job. Yeah. You know, like. But it seems like doing a good job at that job would just make that job easier. Like, instead of, like, trying to make up excuses, like, your grandmother's not going to be with us very much longer. My grandmother's dead. Oh, I meant his grandma. <laughs> like, that's just setting yourself up for awkwardness and more. It was just a way to make, make jokes a, about cold reading. It was, good, it was, there it was, was some funny. good humor jokes. It was fun. Oh, yeah. I enjoyed it. Uh, and it's just like, he's going to go into retail. What? He failed the 10th grade. I meant he's going to be a construction foreman and build a retail mall. Yes, because that's, that's, that's so, so, much, so much less skill so than working at a easier than at working a at a store. fucking yeah. store. What the hell? Do <laughs> you imagine working at a store? I could not. I could Jeez. not imagine. It would be terrible. Uh, but yeah, that's fun. Okay, so th- this movie has a lot of moments when the actors are like they're sailing through and just reading their lines and then they're struck with a sudden bout of acting. And <laughs> this is this is where she has her sudden bout of oh, acting. Oh, oh, oh psychic oh. shit taking over me. <laughs> <laughs> and so she is she sees herself being murdered by Blade. Mm-hmm. So uh and this to me is also confusing because she is a legitimate psychic. Mm-hmm. She sees the hallway of the place that she's going to. She sees herself going down the hallway and a flash of a knife coming at her. And she says, I should probably go to this funeral. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know what? I'm going to say you're shitty at, uh, at yeah. listening to your own psychic advice. Well, maybe that's why she was doing shitty advice in the beginning. We find out she's not really good. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> she is terrible at everything. Um, so, okay. Uh, sh- so, yeah, she sees herself get, get killed by a puppet, so whatever. Then we go to the Pensa Research Facility. This is such a throwaway. It's such a throwaway. I did love their funny little machine that looked like a looked like a Fostex that had been rewired with like a bunch of shit on it. I was like, oh, that's my old four track, but yeah. it's got like a bunch of little lights on it. And I love that he's looking at all the beeping lights. He's like, oh, so she's running naked on the beach. Are you seeing that? The the graph is showing she's naked on the beach. <laughs> that's totally what it looked like. It yeah. looked well, three beeps and a boop mean naked on the beach. Um, but I also I love this archetype. Like he is. I love the balding ponytail alpha scumbag. Yeah. I don't know where this comes from. Maybe it's... It's I, totally a 90s but thing. But it's like, it is a 90s thing. <laughs> yeah. It's like, there's this, there's this real character trait of this type of person. And I love them. I love them in every movie they're yep. in. Because they're just... It's perfect. Um, but his his partner kills me here. You've got this woman with... You know, she's an attractive woman, but she has a very small head. And so what kind of glasses would you give a woman like that? Elton John's ridiculous performance that balances glasses? out the head size. The, that's it. That's exactly it. It certainly doesn't make her look like she has a pinhead to have some <laughs> glasses. That, uh, it's so ridiculous. She looks so terrible in those fucking We find glasses. out, though, that she's pinhead's puppet's mom in yes. the third movie. That's, that is, that's canon. Oh, but we weren't doing that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so... So dumb. So yeah, they go through this whole like, are you seeing her sexual fantasy? Blah blah blah, <laughs> just to get some weird sex stuff in, and and also kind of to. It's almost like that couple just exists to get the sex stuff in this movie. Uh, that yeah. really is. I guess that's kind of yeah. what their deal is. Um, 
so it's like she can sit, she can sit in a bathtub and like sense who was in there before, and then she can like um yeah she can get naked and sense who was naked before. <laughs> she does a lot of that. Um, so thankfully, Ponytail Guy spells out that they're all getting psychic call from someone named Gallagher who. You know, blah blah blah. It's you. It's me. It's me. Or or the or the comedian who smashes watermelons. One of the two. Uh, so, blah blah blah. If you guys met, do you think you'd meld like time cop? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, we would. Uh, we'd shunt. Shunt. Yes. There we go. <laughs> Turn into a big goopy watermelon. <laughs> yes. Uh, so. Uh, there's a mousy lady and an older caretaker who come downstairs to meet the guests, which is what weird casting. The lady from uh, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Yes. Weird. Um, and stairs. I hope you like people going downstairs. Yeah, that's <laughs> definitely going to be a thing. And hallways. Mm-hmm. Lots of hallways and stairs. Um, so I couldn't really figure out who she was. The caretaker or the... Is she... I mean, is that what she is? Is I she just like a housekeeper or a caretaker so. or... I mean, putting the pieces together, I mean, jumping way to the end, we find out Gallagher killed her parents, who I assumed owned that hotel, maybe? Yes. And now she's got the hotel and maybe oh, that oh, was like oh, her... Oh, oh, oh uh, Her parents' cleaning lady, like... Right, yes. Either um, way, there's this giant hotel with a staff of two. <laughs> staff of two and it houses five people. Yeah. So it is got to be got to be hugely profitable. Who put all their rooms right next to each other so they can hear them puffing. <laughs> yeah. It's it definitely felt like there were only 6 rooms in this hotel. Yeah. It really like it was very can strange. I, uh, can I switch floors? <laughs> they yeah. keep rearranging the walls in there. <laughs> but also like uh, forget uh, one of the things about this because of the way that they shot the whole thing. Mm-hmm. They clearly shot the hotel rooms in a gorgeous hotel, and we're like, "Look at this fucking amazing hotel that we have." Uh, the the lobby shots and all that, and the dining room and all those were shot in an amazing place. And then, as you're going to the rooms, the hallway shots look like they were shot in a, like an abandoned tenement building in New York. <laughs> they're like thin little hallways, and they're dirty, and they're like they look. Like everything looks beaten up, so, so it does not match the the rest of the house. Sarah and I once won a timeshare promotion thing to come see a timeshare, oh, a presentation God. thing, and and stay in our you yeah. know suite for the night. And so we took the offer up, and we we got shown the room. But you know, we had no intention of buying a timeshare, right? Uh, but we were like, "Fuck, free night in the hotel." So we went there, and uh, the room was nice. Everything was great. You know what I mean? Then we're like, "Okay," and now we'll show you to your rooms where you're staying for the night, and. We totally walked down the hall, and it did uh, that total switch 180 into a tenement building. And then we got into the dumpiest oh, shit part of the hotel man. at all with hardwood floors that were, like, black. I-, I was walking around barefoot. I jumped in bed, and the bottoms of my feet were black. Like, ah. And we just saw, like, a nice, nice room, you know, 50 feet down the hall. It was so bizarre. Wow. So it's possible. <laughs> <laughs> they must have specific rooms for the people who they know aren't going to get a room. Yeah, I think that's what it was. Oh, <laughs> yeah. wow. That's amazing. Holy shit. Okay, so <laughs> so they uh, they ask where Neil is, and they get a big dramatic, I thought you knew, and then smash cut to a coffin. What? what? Neil's dead. Uh, he shot himself. Nobody knows why. He left a note that he didn't want to be buried until all of his best buddies arrived. Uh, the the three evil people in this group stay behind to pay their respects to the body. 
The evil people? I mean, let's face it. The the ponytail guy, sex lady, and fortune teller are all conniving monsters. Okay, yeah. Like these, yeah, give me that. This is a movie that the people who deserve to die die. You know what I mean? Like this is not a this is not a movie that kills off people who don't suck. It's also a rarity where all the it's a horror movie and all the main characters are adults, not dopey teenagers. Yeah, yeah true. It's got that going for it too. That is weird. It's not huh. unheard of, but yeah, <laughs> totally. So uh, the so the three that stay behind. Uh, like they're all leaning over the coffin and they're like, there's something going on. And so the fortune teller produces this like 12 inch long needle and stabs Neil through the chest to be sure that he's actually dead. Which raises so many questions when you get on through the movie and you find out that he's not or he is, but he's not. And he still feels pain. Like when he gets attacked by the you know what i mean he screams in pain like yeah, you're gonna tell me care. you're gonna get a big giant like <clears throat> you think he's practicing that like training he's like laying in his bro- just room in case. And just like <laughs> <laughs> just in case she brings that damn stabby needle again i don't know <laughs> she carries that stabby needle everywhere <laughs> yeah also where the hell did she pull that from <clears throat> think first okay there yep <laughs> of course um so mousy lady and who is uh neil's wife or widow i guess uh yep. and alex the guy that looks like hr giger they ride in the elevator together and have a really really boring stilted conversation yeah. um this is where the movie starts falling asleep to me like, meanwhile dana and the fortune dana the fortune teller and Teresa, the middle-aged housekeeper uh with a really squeaky voice they do this little scene in her in the fortune teller's room to further the idea that she is like a legit occultist mm-hmm. where she's like you know, freaking out the housekeeper by I'm burning dragon's blood or whatever the yeah. hell she says. Uh, uh, it's boring. Well, yeah, it's boring. <laughs> it's it's just whatever. But she watches through the spy hole as she unpacks, as the, the fortune teller unpacks her taxidermy dog, which is fun. I, I do I, like that part. I love it, and I love the ending, and I think I think the whole thing is pretty clever. Um, but... She she's a weirdo and she feeds her taxidermy dog canned cat food or canned <laughs> dog food. I mean, and uh, the housekeeper looks Could be cat food. Dog ain't going to know. Dog, dog doesn't know the damn difference. Uh, and the, the housekeeper's looking through the keyhole. And she sees it. And she freaks out and runs away. I don't know if she was doing that for the housekeeper's benefit to freak her out or if she's just completely bonkers. <laughs> I mean, she does later like stroll around the hotel with the dog drunk. So. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Alex is you and me now, Leroy. <laughs> yep. Alex is unpacking his room. Uh, he looks through what I mean, I guess this is a traditional hotel of some sort because he's got like a he's got like a room service menu. And inside it is a picture of that room is a picture of the, the room from his dream. <laughs> and he flashes to his dream. Oh, sweet. We get that dream again. We get that fun dream again. So whatever. Uh, th- <laughs> Neil is Neil is there, but this time he's wearing the Venetian carnival larva mask. Uh, I had to look that up because I was like, this has some significance. Nope, no significance. No. It's just <laughs> it's just a cool mask that they they had there. Like the pointy chin yep. white mask thing? Okay. Yes. It's uh it's apparently the most common mask for Venetian carnival. You can eat and drink with it because the mouth goes down. 
Oh, I see. Isn't that nice? So <laughs> Sounds like a COVID mask. <laughs> you know, that seems like it would be really good, except for the fact that it's exactly the opposite of what you need. Um, Make it oh, fit stuff under it. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Okay, so whatever. He has the little fantasy, blah, blah, blah. Now the the blonde lady has a vision of Neil assaulting a woman in the elevator so that we have more. It was an excuse to show a boob and it was an excuse to show that Neil is an insane monster. Mm -hmm. So and a boob and also a boob. I'm probably more a boob than anything else. (laughs) Uh, So get that nudity quotient in there. Yep. Quota. (laughs) So Carissa is the name of that lady. Uh, Carissa and the balding ponytail guy. Um, she's getting hot and bothered because Carol Lombard and Clark Gable had sex on the bed. A lot of it. Yeah. They had a lot of sex <laughs> and she's really excited. And ponytail guy's disgusted with her. He's like, I don't like sex. What's that about? Yeah. And you were just doing sex research. <laughs> like, what the hell? And whatever. Uh, for some reason, my the job, I never take my job home. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> For some reason, the pinhead puppet was uh, hanging out in Neil's coffin, and he hops out, and it's, again, adorable. Like, this is... We're still at adorable puppet yep. for most of this. Um, so, this is... The main question that I have for this whole movie is, why are the puppets killing people? Yes. Big, giant question. And I so, have no answer for it. Other question. Why did Neil invite everybody there? I don't know. Second, like, why what's did, the point? What, what did, why did he have a grudge about these people? Nobody would even care. They haven't seen him in years. Yep. Who they, gives a shit? <laughs> I don't understand why he gives a shit. There's no, that's my biggest question is character motivation in this whole movie. I mean, if he had, uh, because I that's mean, the thing. If like, if they were like, a, like we were talking about earlier, like a secret hellfire club society there right. where they had this goal or, or they had this power and it's like, we can't let this power go to the wrong hands. Right. And they, he, he knew the group would stop him if he went rogue. You know, exactly. that would make kind of sense. But we get none of that. We just get this like, I've got immortality power now. Or Time to he, kill my friends I haven't seen in years that I don't even have a grudge against. Well, I mean, <laughs> and especially going going with the idea that they would be an evil group of people. That they were, like, looking for the power for themselves. And he had to protect it by getting them together and killing them all. He even has that Grandois, I'm the villain, here's why I did everything speech at the end. And it still doesn't give any answers. It doesn't. He you wouldn't believe what anything. I did. I killed her parents. Why? why? <laughs> <laughs> did they get you a shitty wedding present? Like, what? <laughs> you didn't sell us anything. So that the, I mean, his whole motivation at the end is that he wants to renovate the whole building. He wants to pretend that he's renovating the hotel so that he can knock holes in every wall and find Toulon's trunk. But he's found it. That's well, how he's immortal. Well, he, I mean, he did. That's how the puppets are out. Right, right, right. But that's when they got married and after he killed the parents. He killed the parents so that she would own the hotel so that he could then to make her renovate the hotel so that he could have the opportunity to smash in every wall and find Toulon's trunk. Okay. And that's how he found Toulon's trunk and then he kills himself and becomes immortal. Well, I guess the whole movie makes sense now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, whatever. So this is that whole part where the fortune tellers being a total monster. 
saying that Neil married her for money. And like you said, it's soap opera. Like it's, this whole part I mean, just dragged. It's so soap opera because she even has the fake southern accent that you would yes. have in a soap yeah. opera. She's got that like everybody who's like, oh, should I uh, should I read for this part in a southern accent? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, I do declare. Oh. <laughs> That's convincing, all right? <laughs> I have the vapors. Yeah. Uh yeah, it's it's oh, funny. I still I still like her. To yeah. be fair, I think she's great, and I think that she was a perfect choice for this movie. But yep. it is still very funny that she has that funny that funny accent. Um, so Teresa, the housekeeper, is wandering around. She's poking at the fire, and she's complaining that she doesn't. Uh, she's like, no, I just wish there were some normal people around oh, here. People weren't so weird. It's wish like, the friends weren't weirdos. <laughs> Like, I'm looking for some normal people, you know, yeah. in this hotel that houses 10 ultra rich people <laughs> and on a deserted island. That's the on that's a cliff where, side. Yeah. yeah, on a cliffside. That's where you're going to find the salt of the earth. <laughs> Those kind of blue collar types that are just right down to earth. Um, so she's while she's fucking with the fireplace, we get another puppet on a piano key. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she turns around. I did. I, I like that scare. Oh, that little p- piano note scare. I love it. And the fact that he does a double note the next time. It's like boom. And she checks it out. Goes boom, boom. boom. <laughs> like, and then he like runs across the keyboard, right? Like <laughs> yes. And I, I, I don't think he has the ability to do that. <laughs> I was... Like, I don't think he has the arm width to, like, hit the note, the hot, the lows, and the, I could be wrong. Oh, I just thought he was running on the keyboard. No, it sounded like a, like a Cecil Taylor, like a... <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, I don't know if you have the dexterity to even reach to uh, that end. The, huh. I could be wrong. Again. Interesting. I was, I mean, I was having a hard time telling if that was, like... If that was in the soundtrack, or if it, was it diegetic, or was it like was oh, that no, a it soundtrack? A, it was a piano because okay. she shut the door because okay. she kept walking to the piano, being that like, "Oh." <laughs> well, I mean, the first two definitely. I was wondering. Yeah. if... I thought the next one might have even been a music sting. Oh, and not maybe even, it is. Yeah, I couldn't tell. But it'd be it'd be super confusing. It would be, <laughs> well, duh. <laughs> what? what else is? Wait it? a minute. Yeah. <laughs> is this one of those full moon movies? All right, that... now this movie doesn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. And what? And yeah, like you're. If he killed her parents, why wouldn't he just kill that? He doesn't care about killing people. Why? Why would he have his puppet? He has his puppet kill them. I don't. Oh, so I have a lot of questions. So he mm, <laughs> does he? Okay. So is that is that the case? Is she dead? Yeah. And then she comes back as a she puppet. Comes, yes, because she wouldn't be wrecking shit with that poker. Okay, that makes th- sense. I don't think now she'd get I... killed by a murder puppet and then stick around and go be murdered. Well, girl. I mean, I thought she was just knocked unconscious and maybe she was part of the whole thing the whole time, but I... they never explain that because they it's like... They don't explain something. You're, you're, well, I mean, right. <laughs> I, I, that, I took it that she was the same yeah. reincarnated just like... Uh, yeah, just like Neil. Neil, yeah. Yeah, okay. That's the deal. Now all I can think of is Neil Hamburger every time I see it. <laughs> It's killing me. Uh, okay, so um, Neil is uh, sitting up in a chair now. He was like some random place. Oh, yeah, the dead corpse is just, yep. boop, I'm in a chair. <laughs> and uh, uh, Mrs. Gallagher faints, and uh, and Alex stays with her because he's a gentleman, mm-hmm. because he's the nice guy. With that beautiful hair. With that beautiful hair. Looks just like Beethoven. <laughs> um, <laughs> he's 
he's only here because he wants to stop this person from being murdered. So he has altruistic, like everyone else is like, I want to get my money. He owes me money and I want to collect it or whatever. Like they're all out for revenge or some other thing. Cause that's his, his superpower is he dreams into the future. Yes. I don't know if he said that yet or we find that out later right. in some stricken time. But do you think that maybe there wasn't anybody going to be murdered and he was just dreaming about having that dream in the future? <laughs> he did have that dream a lot of times. It yeah. is entirely possible that he was just like, oh, every time he was just, I can't wait. Like, man, I'm probably going to have that dream in like a week. <laughs> going to have a dream. Uh, entirely possible. So here's our lady in the tub, blah, 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 sexy, whatever. Um, Frank and Carissa have a boring bathtub conversation about nothing. She shows a boob. And says Frank a bunch of times when he disappears. He's like, Frank, Frank. Frank and then Frank. he then he shows up with a nylon stocking over his head to get her in the haunted house mood. You know, like a home invader in your haunted house. Fun. Anyway. Hey, everybody's got the kink. I guess so. Uh, hopefully it's hers as well. Um, <laughs> so Alex talks to Dana, and Dana is... Fully convinced that there's something evil going on, but she can handle it because she's like, I've got my chicken foot, got some chicken blood. I've <laughs> got some, a flash some, paper talisman. Some plastic chicken blood on your chicken foot blood on your hand for protection. Yeah. She's got funny little bells. She's got shaky things. And she's like, you're going to need this protection. And so she scrabs a little little X on his hand with chicken blood. And, you know, can you imagine how embarrassing it is for her when she dies? That she's wasted all of her time on all this shit and it doesn't do a goddamn thing. Yeah. She's wasted her whole life. Oh, well. Foolish girl. Um, so, they're, Frank and Carissa are going to have sex to get in touch with Neil's spirit. I guess. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> Makes as much sense as anything else. Yeah. I guess. I mean... As is, far as just a, it's just a... It's just a set up the death and sex. Like... I guess so. There's no point. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Let's not even bother trying I, to question the I motive. Mean, like, yeah, I couldn't tell if it was a joke or if it was like a real plan and they had some like I think purpose a, to I it. I think we're supposed to think it's a real plan. Okay. So she ties him to the bed, which is obviously never a good thing in a horror movie. Nope. You know, that's that's a terrible that's a terrible place to be. He's probably going to get stuck there and get taken advantage by a monster. Exactly. <laughs> um, Maybe. And so... Uh, Back in his room, Alex... Oh, so, for some reason, everybody's got these little candles that are shaped like people? Yeah. What's They're, that about? It's protection stuff, I think. I, I, I assumed... I want to say the... Uh, Dana pulled one out. Yeah. I assume she passed one out to everybody. Maybe that's it. Okay, so she probably gave them... Again... It's just another thing like they threw in the movie but never explained it. Again, yeah. spoiler alert, she's wasted her fucking time. Yeah. These things... The puppets don't give a fuck. They do not care. Well, maybe that that's what the movie's telling you. All this hocus pocus <laughs> stuff is mumbo jumbo. Except for except for murder puppets. Except for murder puppets. Them, them's are that, real. Them's are real. That is real. That Throw is... away all your all your magic spells and your witchcrafts and uh, <laughs> all look your out for the murder puppets and Bibles yep, and stuff. Yep, that too. The only true, <laughs> only true religion. <laughs> it's murder puppets all the way down. <laughs> yeah, you know it really is. <laughs> Oh boy. So he goes he, he goes to sleep, but he's kept awake by by those two having sex next door. <laughs> Rearranging the walls in there, as he calls it. As he says. <laughs> I like that. Yep. Um 
Blade uses his cute little hook hand to pull a chair. He realizes that he can't open the door because he wants to go murder somebody. He's like, oh, he's too tiny. <laughs> I just want to murder somebody. <laughs> <laughs> and then he runs over. He, <laughs> his little hook, grabbing the grabbing yeah. the leg of the chair and then dragging it over to the door. He comes up and he sees Alex in the room, and he's like, hmm. Or no, the fortune teller. Yes, he sees her she's do- doing her dance. Right, and also she has the weird dog, and he's kind of like, huh, this scene's too fucking weird. Well, wait, do you think he didn't go in there, or do you think he couldn't go in there because the door was under protection? Ooh, that would be amazing. It could be, maybe. Maybe her stuff does work. Maybe her stuff does work. Uh, We were doubters. It's possible. (laughs) I think what actually happened was, because the way that it was set up, he was at the door, and then he hears the noise from the two having sex mm-hmm. down the hall. And he's like, and that'd be cooler. Like, Fuck this. Like, These guys are annoying me. Two for one. And <laughs> yeah. boobs. Yeah, also <laughs> boobs. And so there we go. Yep. So. Uh, so we get to watch him move the chair again. <laughs> <laughs> and he grunts and grunts. And yeah. it's so cute. And uh, Tunneler is already in the room. Tunneler being the one with the little drill on his head. He probably travels through mouse holes. That, is, probably that he makes. makes. He makes them by himself. <laughs> Um, he, can you imagine how good he'd be at getting rid of household pests? Yeah. <laughs> It'd be amazing. Um, so this is another one of those, like his size changes a little bit cause he can stand up underneath the bed. Mm-hmm. So the bed's like maybe a foot off the ground and Tunneler can stand up and he's got the big spiky head. So eh. I never actually thought of that. Yeah. Yeah. No, his, his size alters a lot. That, that's, puppet, was, that's murder puppet magic that, I mean they are magic so yeah. whatever um, I'll allow it yeah of course <laughs> uh, so and this is this is one of those horror movie moments of like she's like I hear something yeah. I have to go check and so she looks under the bed <laughs> while he's still tied up he's like untie me yeah. there's something going on I shouldn't be tied to this and she's like don't worry about it I'll be right back uh, goes and looks under the bed and she sees a murderous puppet with a drill head and it runs at her and she has five seconds to respond. Oh yeah. And she just sits there and lets it drill into her head. Whenever I see scenes like this, I always, I always think of like just being frozen in fear though. You might be so, so like taken aback. Wait, am I really seeing this? By the time you process that, like, Oh, it's too late. (laughs) I can, I can totally see how you would literally just like your brain would just shut down. Yeah. What? What? No, what? What? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, like when that guy sees the leeches. So, and then, you know, after she's dead, we get, we get the leech lady climbing up on top of him and barfing leeches all over this guy who's laid out. And I thought this was, I, I get the joke, but it's so dumb when he thinks it's, like, her back again. And it's like, we just keep watching the doll kiss his chest. And it's like, that's got to feel like nothing. Like, Oh, gotta honey, feel, you're two ounces now. That's got to feel like a Barbie doll just being pressed right. on your chest. And you're like, oh, yes. Oh, yes. Are we doing the sexy Barbie doll thing again? Yeah. yeah. Don't beat me with the Ken one. That'd be gay. <laughs> Perfect. So, yes. And, uh, yeah, but... It does. It barfs out a bunch of them. And he, like, his his blindfold slips a little bit. Yep. And he winds up seeing her barfing the leeches onto him. And that is where my brain would shut off. Oh, yeah. Like, you see a little doll throwing up leeches onto your body. And you just go, <laughs> yep, that's it. I'm insane now. Yep, check it out. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> totally, totally out of here. Um, but somehow that kills him. I don't know how. Whatever. It's fine. 
They're magic leeches. They suck way more blood than they can actually hold. Yeah, fair. And leech woman, yeah, her, her... That's the other thing with leech woman that I don't like so much. Everybody else has got that instant gratification kill. You know what I mean? Like, uh, they'll punch you to death a lot, or they'll slit your throat, or, you know, mm-hmm. this one's like... You make sure you please don't move, because I'm going to take my right. sweet-ass time barfing up a leech forever. <laughs> it takes And, and I got I to gotta do, like, some more, too. <laughs> Each leech takes, like, 20 seconds. Yeah. I mean, you have so much time to get away. She is, she's definitely someone who needs to have that tied up victim. Yeah, that exact situation. Yeah, is the only way she's gonna kill you. Or like giant double uh, puppet triple team at the end right, to hold exactly. hold somebody down. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, honestly, they didn't really need her. No, and that's that's the problem is that she's kind of superfluous. I would have liked it if she herself was a leech too. You know, if like. She opens up her the dress and like she's or, got the suckers inside her and she's just like oh yeah or like the whole top part of her body splits open and it's sure. just like a big snaky leech underneath. I'd be into that too. Yep. Um, one of the things I love about the puppets in Puppet Master is how much they look like they're made of porcelain until they don't. <laughs> like they basically always look like they're solid, like wooden-headed puppets. Yeah. And then they smile. And they move, and you're like, wow, that's like that. That's like foam latex. Mm-hmm. But you can't tell that it's foam latex until, like, until Blade smiles. Yeah. You know, like, he'll, he'll open up his mouth, and he does that little... <laughs> <laughs> I do love that, too. I mean, again, the, they hired a looping company just to do that mm-hmm. stuff. But, like, the fact that he goes... <sighs> is such a fun little, <laughs> like, little weird personality trait to him. I don't know. I like I like the puppets and I wish they were I wish they did more of the stuff with them like like his little weird reactions. You'd think that they'd be more interested in human behavior since they're all like I mean they're all humans, right? They were all people at one point. Again, that we don't know yet. We don't know that. So but you think that they they would at yep. least enjoy what's going on like they'd be like watching stuff and be kind of interested and they do that sometimes but like not enough that it gives you an idea that there's some sort of inner life yep. of the puppets and I would like more of that like I like the moment at the end when they start interacting with each other yes. and they're kind of like you know what we need to change our minds about what we're doing here could we be the baddies? Yeah. <laughs> like, they have that moment. Like, all, it would have been cool if we cut, and it was just like, you know, Pinhead and Blade playing checkers. Yeah. <laughs> upstairs. I know. <laughs> but I would, honestly, I would love something like that. I mean, really, I would love them to have an inner life where they're doing yep. something else that's unrelated to murder. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so this is, oh, this is the Pinhead attacking the fortune teller. So, uh, Punchy yeah, Dana is, uh, she's taking her late night drunken dead, dead dog walk around the hotel. Uh, and she tries to hit on Alex, but he ain't having it. But yeah, for some reason, Alex gets a, uh, gets kind of a crazy vibe from her <laughs> wandering around drunk with a dead dog at fucking Giant two in the morning. Bottle. Weird. Don't, I don't see it, but <laughs> you know, whatever. Uh, so whatever. She leaves, goes back to her room, and uh, now Neil's uh, in a room, sitting in a chair. And she's like, you don't scare me. And then she does some Stevie Nicks witchy stuff to him, and she's like, I've put the dead to rest. 
because like his eyes closed. I, I thought guess. that was neat. Yeah, it was cool, but like it didn't do anything. No, because uh, he's not dead. Because well, I mean, I guess that's true because he isn't dead. We don't know that yet. So and that might st- be we it. still we still think like she magically shut the eyelids of a corpse without right. touching it. Yeah, and I mean, again, I if, thought it was cool. If they did more of that stuff again with the occultish stuff, mm-hmm. where every one of these people is like an initiate in some sort of cult that would know. All sorts of shit about necromancy and all sorts of stuff about, like, all this weird esoteric shit where she's like, because he's one step ahead, he's making her think that, oh, I'm dealing with a ghost or I'm dealing with a revenant or whatever. And so she's doing the wrong things. Mm -hmm. But we don't ever know that because they're not telling us. Yeah. Um, So. But this whole scene's pretty brutal. Yes, it is. Yeah. Pinhead breaks her ankle. Yep. Just like cracks, snap, she falls down. She's like, she grabs hold of him and throws him against the wall again. I like that they address that because I'm sure you'd be watching this movie and be like, just chuck him, he's a doll. And then you can see, like, oh, you can just do that, right? But they're gonna come back. But, but that's the problem (laughs) is that, like, you can't keep chucking a doll forever. I mean, you can't, but I mean, (laughs) you can keep them off balance, you could do something else, like. It, it does kind of bother me. It's like that. It's that Halloween thing where everybody drops their weapon, where everybody, you know, like mm-hmm. all of these horror movies, like the slasher thing, where everybody's like, ah, I knocked him down. OK, cool. I'll drop the knife next to his face and then run <laughs> off, you know, like and it's like that times a thousand. It's like you just got the upper hand on this puppet that was trying to kill you. Mm-hmm. Do you want to maybe smash it against the wall over and over again yeah. until all its stuffing comes out just and throw it out the window over that cliff, like, <laughs> like into the ocean? Yeah. Maybe like something, but definitely they do not do that. Um, so uh, Jester sits in the hallway and his head spins to the evil face. He's never killed anybody. He doesn't kill anybody. He just pretty much is like, I'm telling you what's what's about to happen. Yeah, he, he doesn't uh, get into a fray at all in this whole movie, I don't think. Is he the same Jester puppet from Dolls? I don't know, because again, I, haven't, I don't remember that movie. Hmm. I remember a jester puppet. I think he had a three-part face. Maybe I'm crazy. He may not have. Yeah. But I remember him having the same kind of thing. I where think he there was like, a very similar-looking one. I don't think he had a three-face. Okay. But I honestly haven't seen dolls in like ten years. I really oh. need to revisit that guy. We should totally do that. Okay. Um, it's I love that movie. God I remember it. liking it a lot. I just have not watched it in forever. And my brain is an idiot that never remembers anything. <laughs> yeah. So this is, this is a frustrating... Uh, movie padding moment so what punches uh (laughs) megan doing the so megan pounds on the door she's like alex wake up he gets dressed oh goes goes down i've got something that i gotta show you goes down the hall does this thing this sucked it 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 ruins the pacing it completely grinds the movie to a halt even if it was one of these if it was only once, the one in- of them's not bad, man. Uh, I mean, but I, I, twice going, going to like, I just think they should have excised the whole dream entirely. Exactly. Like, just should I got not something to show dream. you. This is real. Here is the room. Here is the Bible. I mean, the uh, diary. Right. Like, yeah, or, we never needed any of this ballroom shit. Or even, I mean, and if you absolutely and you felt the like ballroom you, shit, then you did it again. Right. If you absolutely felt like you had to have that scene for some insane reason. 
why not just skip to the part where he tells her that he's reliving a dream that he had? Yeah. You could skip, like, you know, two minutes of the walk up the hallway where they repeat the same things over and over again. Uh, And then they just have that stupid jump scare with the the three heads in the bed, which was neat. I actually liked that. I liked that scare, too, (laughs) but, like, it's just... Imagine how much work went into that one second just to get people up and propped in that makeup bed. Well, I mean, and and that is that's kind of a, like a, a cheap remedy for pacing too, where it's like we are things are dragging. Yep. Oh, that fuck, it's scare! Thank God. Yeah. You know, like you're you're starting to get bored at that point. Um, but yeah, man, they do basically like a triple dream. It's. <laughs> yep. Dumb. Mm. Yep. Um, so, but when we get here, we get, uh, we get him reading Toulon's diary where it's like, he's like, listen, these puppets mirror my gentle soul. That's why I put the knife on his hand and put the fucking, (laughs) when I was making my gentle souled leech woman, uh, fuck. So insane. Yeah. (laughs) I I also love too that, um, his, that room was padlocked. So that woman owns a hotel. Nobody's yep. going into this crashed area, but she felt the need to relock the door after. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's got... She doesn't know her husband's not dead for real either, so it was like, who would be going in there? Why would you even be locking that back? And all it is is the, all it is is the diary, and why doesn't Neil have the diary? Yeah. I, I, whatever. Well, the, maybe he did, but then he died. He was up there all the time, and she never let him, so he was probably up there reading and learning how to do the... Uh, that magic trick of bringing himself back from the dead after he did. Maybe. Whatever. <laughs> All I know is that he's like, he says the thing about the puppets mirror his soul because he's a gentle person, but he fears what would happen if it got into the wrong hands. Oh, obviously. But like, and so maybe that's why he, he made it so they can't fall in the wrong hands because they kill him first. They kill the wrong hands. <laughs> I built this orphan crushing machine for the betterment of mankind. Why is someone using it to crush orphans? I could never have guessed this would happen. Um, whatever. Exactly. <laughs> uh, we get a corpse party. Yeah. So uh, classic, classic, corpse classic party. corpse party with only three people because you know budget constraints. There ain't but that many corpses. I mean, there you go. But it's still fun. They've got a lot of floor candles. I love floor candles. I love. I always love movie scenes like this where it's like, so, so when she was being shown that room up there, was he just like, I'm, I'm, I'm just gonna light 500 candles like, by myself. <laughs> And it's a damn good thing that they showed up when they did, because most of those candles were burned almost to the ground. Yeah. So it was like they barely made it before they all went out, and it would just be embarrassing. Yeah. Like, they all show up, and he it's just like... would have looked ridiculous. He would have looked so stupid <laughs> if there were a bunch of extinguished candles on the floor. It was like, ah, you guys what took forever. What the fuck were you guys doing up there so long? <laughs> I prepared this whole thing. I had candles. I had Yeesh. this... I had the dead dog. I put the little tunneler puppet on the... He looks adorable on the table. Look yeah. at him. Uh, whatever. I don't uh, have any time to run back to CVS and buy more tea candles, tea lights, and... Oh, yeah, yeah. So, whatever. He, he, you know, he explains how he brought himself back to life using broad strokes. So kind he doesn't of. have to explain yep. how he chanted the, the words when he was dead. Uh, he wants to live forever, blah, blah, blah. And then he does something that is, 
I really hope that like the two of them were dating and this was in the script or something, but for some reason he gropes the fortune teller's boob, and I have this horrible feeling that wasn't in the script. Yeah, it was just the actor being like, "Yeah, just my like, character would probably do this. My character would do this. Whatever. It's the '90s. No one's gonna care. Yeah. You know, gross. Either way." I want to watch this with a commentary and see if that is true or not. There is no commentary for this, even oh, on the fucking Blu-rays. <gasps> Boo. Like, all it is is like an intro. Maybe by Band will find the uh, missing commentary in a warehouse one day. <laughs> I mean, he's got so many warehouses. <laughs> Things just seem to turn up. You know how cheap it is to have warehouse space in Southern California. Yeah. He's just been paying the bills on like tons and tons of warehouse <laughs> space without even knowing it. Why not? Yeah. Um, so this is where, this is where the pu- the personality of the puppets is being brought to the forefront, because he has a little moment where he Neil has a little flip out here where he's like, "What the fuck are you looking at, Jester?" and throws him. Yeah. Here's here's a giant question that I have: Were the puppets being controlled by him to kill? We still mm-hmm. don't know this, so we yes. want to say yes, but why I would mean, he? But he knows they're murder machines. Why would he disrespect one? Did he not know that they were brethren or not care? I would assume that they would care. I think the deal is that he thought that he was... So, I don't think that he realized that they could have any kind of autonomy. And he assumes that he is... Because whoever is in control of them is the puppet master. Oh, okay. And so he is their master. So I can beat up these guys. Right, exactly. So he's just like, fuck you, and you're going to do what I say no matter what. And in reality, they have some certain level of autonomy. I wish there were some sort of, like, script device here. Uh, They do a pretty decent job with just, like, the puppets looking at each other. Yeah. And that's where where the scenes of them playing checkers together or something would have really come into play here. (laughs) Exactly. Like, if they were doing anything together. Yep. But but I do love the fact... Like, I would have liked, like, an emotional beat there where it's like there's something... There's something explaining how, like, one of them had been injured at some point and one of them sacrificed a part of his body to fix him oh, or something. Cool. Yeah. Where it's like there's some sort of little, like, emotional link between him and Jester where it's like Jester gave him, a, like, a piece of his body and was like, here, I know that, I know that your hand is gone, so here, have my hook mm-hmm. or whatever. And it's yeah. like, oh, thank you. Now I can pull chairs so that I can go murder people. <laughs> I love this. I mean, but I would, you know, and then that moment when he's like, motherfucker, you just fucked with this guy? Yeah. No, no, no. No. You know, and that would have been like, it would have been an intense moment of like, I'm breaking free of the the spell that you put me under, and now I'm going to go kick ass. I really like too when Jester gets thrown and he spins his face and it doesn't line up. Yeah. Because, uh, and that also, I remember back in the day, like, thinking that it was the coolest, like, I want a toy like that that can spin the faces and keep making different ones. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it clicked in my brain, like, wait, that's not possible. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I never thought about that. Magic. Well, I mean, I, I mean, it is possible. It's possible if he had a face on each side it's of his just, yeah, head, I mean, but the, he doesn't. He has a full hair and right. face in front. Like, Interesting. Huh. Yeah, I don't know, but it's very cool. <laughs> it is cool. It's um, a great effect when he spins oh, fast. Too. It's <laughs> so good. <laughs> and it's a good sound. It's yeah. good foley and everything. Yep. Um, Better than what I just did. <laughs> so <laughs> so whatever, whatever happens, the puppets are now pissed. Um, Neil uh, hits Megan, and that pisses them off, too. Yeah. 
And I don't understand that either. Because again, an emotional beat here, if you don't have the emotional beat with the puppets, at least be like, you know, she took care of them. She was like, oh, I love you, little puppets. Yeah. You're my favorite little puppets, and I keep you in a room, and, you know, I do this. And like, oh, look, you have a little rip in your... Th- I'll sew it for you. Or something Perfect. that's like, and oh, you, she you, cares for the puppets, and, and you, now they're emotionally attached to her. And you obviously know it's not just because they hit a woman, because we've watched Pinhead punchy-punchy all the damn... Exactly. <laughs> yeah. He murdered like, a woman. It, it's like you can't even be like they... We're against that. Yeah. Yeah, Blade it, slit her fucking throat. Yeah, it's again, not... it makes no sense. They're like, oh, man, that guy just punched a chick? <laughs> oh, oh, shit. <laughs> but yeah, okay. So, uh, they, whatever, uh, she, he's just pounding the shit out of Alex for a while. Oh, I hope you like punches. If you... <laughs> there's so many punches in this scene. Alex, like, in, in reality, Alex's face would have been a giant pile of goo. Yeah. Like, he would have been just fucked up. The end of this would have just been him with a black and purple face. <laughs> like, and he couldn't see out of either of his eyes because both of his, <laughs> like, his cheeks were just And then he'd put crushed. on that, uh, that carnival mask to go home oh, with. <laughs> like, oh, that'd be nice. Um, it would make sense for us to see that mask. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that would be nice. Whatever. Um, so, Megan breaks a vase over... Neil's head. You can still get knocked unconscious, I guess, when you, when you don't get have, back from the damn dead. When you don't even have a brain. I mean, <laughs> we don't, we don't know what's even in him. It's green goo. I read the I read a weird trivia that said they had to use the goo to avoid an X rating. What? It's like, why would a puppet cutting a finger give you an X rating? Like, unless the MPA was tripping that day. But like, how, so would, how would how would they know that before production? Like, it's not like they went back and reshot it with green goo. Maybe they did. I mean, is it? Was it supposed to be blood? Because he has no blood in his body. Because he's dead. Yeah, I mean, I I, I swear some of, the, some, of the trivi- some of the trivia some of the on IMDb I don't think are <laughs> I true. I don't trust them. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um. So either like the way, the blood in Terror Vision was green <laughs> because the special effects people were colorblind. <laughs> That'd be amazing. <laughs> that would be a fun for me. I'm gonna go add that tonight. Um, so this is where this is where they try to run out, but Teresa is there, and so we now I guess we've decided that she is a puppet. I think so. I, okay. I think she's under control of um, Goober there. Okay. <laughs> okay. So Goober is now controlling her as a puppet. She's got a tie tied around her head like a like a headband. Uh, and she's got... Got the fire poker that Pinhead hit her with. And she's got, like, Cindy Lauper hair. Yeah. Which is pretty awesome. Um, it's called Puppet Flare. It's good. Um, so, something happens. Neil winds up, like, basically tripping into the elevator, and Pinhead slams the door and traps him. And I thought this was cool. This was very fun. Yep. And this was the scene where... <laughs> where, uh... Pinhead does the Jim from the office, like, take to the camera. Oh, yep. <laughs> <laughs> huh? Hey, guys. Guess Check what I'm, out what I'm about to guess do. Guess what I'm going to do right now. <laughs> I'm about to mess this guy up. I'm going to go punch more. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of all I can do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, that kind of puppet always makes me think of the Swedish chef. He has the hands in the puppet. But oh, yeah. Whatever. Work, uh, work, work, work. Punch, punch, punch. <laughs> so... Yeah, this is adorable, you know, the the little scene. Little puppet murder fest. Little puppet murder fest. He jumps away from, like, Tunnler and uh, and Pinhead 
are in the elevator with him. He jumps up and holds onto the emergency exit at the top of the elevator to try to get out. And this is another scene of them jumping for something, which is so cute. Yeah. <laughs> um, them just, hey, come on. Ah, we want to murder you. <laughs> Let us murder you. Stop robbing us of fun. <laughs> and uh, uh, turns out that Blade Blade's is on up there. top of the Peek-a-boo. elevator. He cuts off his fingers. They fall into a pile of green goo. Because he's full of, I mean, he's been embalmed. It, yeah. it's He's full of uh, whatever uh, whatever the tall man's full of. Only greener and not yellow. <laughs> So many questions. <laughs> There's a lot of questions. But uh, but they fall down, and uh, big guy holds him. Tunneler drills into his brain. Leech lady barfs leeches into his mouth. It's just like, overkill. Just, <laughs> they're going... <laughs> yeah. Hey, guy, guy, uh, leech woman here. Do you guys, uh, you guys got something for me to do here? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hold his mouth open. He's already dead. Just, 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 just do on. it, please. <laughs> Better have something. I just want to feel included. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so they do. They they kill him. And uh, this ending is way too fast and way too confusing and does not, like... Answer anything. How in the hell? So they... Alex is like, all right, I'm all packed and ready to... I went back to my room in this hotel full of murderous puppets... I guess they weren't after those two for some reason. Well, they're not. I mean, we find out why at the end, but we do. Yeah. What I miss? Okay, so the the end of this movie, they're like he sends he she sends Alex off, and she's got the she's like carrying the stuffed dog that's dead, and she's like. Okay, now go. And she puts the dog down, and it's alive again, and it scampers up the stairs. So, so she is now in control of the the Toulon formula, and which makes her the puppet master, which means she is in control of all of those puppets. Oh, so that's the twist? She was always in control? No, I don't think so. No, she's, then when did she have the time to learn to do the spell to make the dog dog? When, while he was packing his shit. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> or, or, I mean, or, or was she actually in control of the puppets and he didn't know it? Because that would actually explain why explain they were pissed at when he hit her. It. But it doesn't it doesn't seal the deal at all. It doesn't. I think I think the deal is that she somehow I mean, what again, if Alex was a member of a secret elite occult group and he's like, we all knew these these things about this, but you know, this is how you would use the the Toulon formula, blah blah blah. He could have there could have been a missing scene in there where he's like, now all you need to do is grab the grab this thing, and now you're in control of the things. But it doesn't it doesn't yeah. give you that fun, like yeah, if he ah. had an amulet, and then she let the dog go alive, and then she like stroked her amulet she was wearing, that would make yeah. sense. Or, like, right, exactly. If if it was something like. I would also have I wouldn't have minded her talking to Blade or one of the one of the puppets at the well, end. Well, that's another thing that bothers me. After after the puppet murder fest, we just don't see them again. Yeah. They're just like, "Oh, okay, I guess I guess that, that I wraps guess everything up." You're safe from that? I'm going to go pack. I got a uh, cab to catch. Uh also, where are the puppets? Like, we don't we has didn't anybody even see called sh- the police? Yeah, we didn't even see like a shot of the puppets like waving bye to Alex in the window or something. Like, Aww, just, oh, cool! That would have been amazing. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
so yeah, it just leaves us really empty in the end. I felt like, it does. I want to know. Does. I don't want. I want to know what the future is. Is she gonna live there in that hotel with puppet friends, or are I, they her friends? Like, there's so many questions. I mean, that's such a <laughs> that's such a better movie too. Is like the story of her, like taking over, and being like the Toulon character, where she's like, you know, benevolent. The puppets are like working in the house. Yep. She's like you know what, maybe we're going to take this knife off your hand. Maybe we'll put a feather duster on here or whatever. You know, and, like, she, like, she makes them all nice. And then she enslaves them and makes them her housekeeping staff. Well, basically. And then they turn on her, and that's part two. No, they work together, and then you have, like, a fucking, like, diehard situation where, like, terrorists come in and take over the thing, and they're, like. A real estate developer wants to, like, (laughs) she has to raise this money or else you're going to tear the hotel down. We're going to have to have a puppet show to save my hotel. (laughs) If only we had some puppets that could entertain. (laughs) Shit. (laughs) They're going to have to do a bikini car wash with puppets. There are so many possibilities. (laughs) Oh, that would have been hilarious. That would have been so much more fun, but... No, nope. like a kids movie spinoff like that oh. on the uh, what was it Moonbeam or whatever? Yeah, whatever Full Moon's uh, kids division was. Holy crap! Yeah, <laughs> I I would be so on board for that. Yep. So that's Puppet Master. That's Puppet Master. Definitely not a perfect movie, but um, one that I've always had a soft spot for. Yeah. Despite hating that like middle twenty minutes yeah. section. I will come back to this another 50 fucking times. Yep. You know? I'm glad I mean, you picked it. Cause I hadn't, I hadn't watched it in a good five, six years or so. Probably it's one of the, it's funny because it's an, it's another movie that I feel like I'd watched too many times. Mm-hmm. I was like, I've seen this movie a thousand times. There's no reason I need to watch this again. Yeah. And then I watched it and I was like, Oh, I've watched the sequels a million times. And I really never went back to number one. Like this one was actually like, there was a lot of it that was surprising to me. I hadn't, I hadn't seen it for a while. Yeah, so I, was, I definitely, I definitely didn't remember very much either. So it was cool. I, I remember mostly the one with the, I want to say they were younger people and they brought that Regenitron puppet with that could change its head. Decapitron? Yeah, there we go. That's the one I remember the <laughs> Leonardo most. Decapitron? <laughs> That's the one I remember the most. I'm going to, I'm going to go through the whole box that you gave me. So oh. maybe we'll go through all the movies. We should go through all the all movies. 27 Ev- Puppet Masters. We should go through them eventually. Let's yeah, not yeah, do yeah, them we'll, in a row. God, no, by no, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. But uh, I get, think eventually. Burnout puppet fatigue. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that, you know what was great? The most recent one, Littlest Reich. I did not see it. That movie fucking ruled. Had Thomas Lennon in it, and it was really, really fun. Oh, nice. And this was also, uh, it was fun to harken back to a time when Full Moon cared. I know it was so it's kind of depressing yeah honestly like seeing how much they cared yeah like that's it like, like man we we're ragging on lack of explanations and shit but it's like it's still a good movie and it looks good it's it not looks good cheap. yeah i mean this there there is a there is a reason why full moon is still remembered fondly even after the evil bongs have like <laughs> even after the sixth fucking evil bong movie comes out there's still people who will you know speak fondly of full moon yep. it's because subspecies exists it's because this exists it's because like there's a handful of great fucking full moon now movies. it's like evil evil bong versus ragdoll in the doll cemetery <sighs> we, we've shot seven minutes of new stuff and here's some clips Oof. from our older stuff 
<laughs> that's so brutal. Yeah. So brutal. I, yeah, it's, it was too bad because I felt like they were coming back. There was a moment when I was like, full moon's fixing their problems. Yep. When they made ginger dead man, I was like, Oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> what the hell is this? Is this like a turning point? Are they going to go back to making good movies again? Yeah. Cause ginger dead man was obviously a knowing nudge, nudge, whatever, but it was like on par with like a child's play movie as far oh, yeah, as I'm concerned. Super fun. It yeah. was really fun. Busey. Choosing <laughs> Busey as the voice was a brilliant idea. Mm-hmm. Like it, it was just really good, and then it was like, eh, mm, enough of that. Let's go back to making <laughs> Killjoy movies. Versus, let's have Gingerbread versus Killjoy versus Evil Bong in the Doll yep. Cemetery. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's so frustrating. Yeah. It's so hard to be a Full Moon fan. Yeah. <laughs> they make it very difficult. Oh, well. But I still love this movie, and I still love yep. even the worst of these movies. And I'm psyched to go through them all. Cool. Eventually. And and I think next week, just to stay on the doll thing, let's do dolls. Yep. So that Puppet Master One is fresh in our heads. I gotta take next week off. Well But the week after that. The week after then. So I got like two good weeks to get dolls in. Okay, perfect. <laughs> I love it. Good. That means that I can delay putting this one out. So I don't have to put it out in like tomorrow. Yeah, awesome. Sure. Excellent. All right, Matt. We made you guys wait for this one. Yeah. <laughs> I might even edit it to tighten it up now. I would no. never fucking do that. I would never tighten these up. I needed I to go them. back to like minute 47 because I didn't really like what I said there. I felt my joke kind of I fell flat. I never, never I'll send you some up. notes when I get home. <laughs> <laughs> no, what you see is what you get with these guys. Oh, we, we raw. Yeah. The, Ooh, baby, I like it raw. <laughs> it's true. Shimmy, shimmy, yaw. Yeah. Um, shimmy yo shimmy goodbye everybody hey but follow but us first <laughs> follow us at funbox monster podcast rate and review us on itunes and all these places we love hearing your sweet words we if do you have it's mean words really, just lie to us yeah if you have mean words maybe not so much because we don't do this for money or anything so it's like you know i can see if you paid something for it being pissed but you oh, know i'd be demanding my money back big time but outside of that <laughs> just be happy you know you can shut it off yeah. uh anyway we do appreciate that, though. It does help people find us. So yep. thank you. And, uh, and yeah, buy stuff from Coast City Comics. CoastCityComics.com has awesome T-shirts and yes. books and toys. And uh, it all makes it possible for us to sit surrounded by all these shirts and books it's and so toys and, and do this. It gives us a space to record this. It's why you can hear fire trucks passing <laughs> and people yelling in the street because we're recording this. And smell weed from the <laughs> sidewalk. And everything smell vision's coming. Smell, smell o listenings coming oh soon. God, so much. <laughs> All and, right. Uh, yeah, and you can follow me at Matt Awkward VHS Fiend on the Instagram, and uh, check out the Video Vagrants Facebook group for more fun there. More fun. Excellent. Fun's always fun. I love it. All right. Well, we will see you in two weeks with dolls. Peace. Good night. <laughs>